0: Welcome in. Welcome in, everyone, to Scout Team Sports. I am your host, DeVallion. This week, covering the 2021 NFL season, we are heading into week 10. We are going to start out with the Thursday night football game. But before we do, I want to say thank you to all my subscribers. Please continue to listen, share, and subscribe as we continue to grow uh, this podcast and make it something even bigger than even i could have imagined and um want to get through a couple of headlines uh first of all vikings running back dalvin cook dealing with lawsuit allegations um domestic violence um his girlfriend accuses him he actually accuses his girlfriend back so that back and forth uh first and foremost that is most important in terms of you know justice being served uh whomever's at fault and justice being served and whatnot Uh, But then also moving forward, it does affect, could possibly affect um, his uh, playing time. Uh, No word as of yet, as of um, late Wednesday, early Thursday. Um, But things could come later on this week down the pike. Uh, We don't know, but moving forward, that could affect um, Dalvin Cook's playing time. And of course, um, that would definitely affect the Vikings' uh, competitiveness, if you will. Also, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, first it was, is he going to stay? Is he going to leave? Now he's officially uh, released. And um, it's, it's it, it, when you get into whether or not he can fit on this team or fit on that team, I really think you got to look at health first. I really think you got to look at health. He's had so many injuries, so many injuries, and they've been – all over his body. I, you know, I get that, you know, you know, one, maybe one injury is a nagging injury. Maybe you can get over it. Uh, Some would say that one nagging injury, if you keep getting that same body part or ligament or any, or muscle or anything injured, uh, that's really bad for your career. But also I would say OBJ's injuries are bad for his career in the sense that he's had them all over his body and it's just, He's just not the explosive player that he once was. I don't take anything away from his heart, uh, away from his will and what he wants to do in this league. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the whole thing about where he wants to go based on location, you know, people are saying that's a factor. Uh, but then uh, a lot of people were pointing to the Raiders and the Raiders picked up uh, Deshaun Jackson. And so they've gotten their deep breath, although it would be a old, much older vet, veteran a deep threat to replace uh, temporarily Henry Ruggs, Um, and it worked out for the Raiders because the Rams had released, uh, the Rams had signed um, Deshaun, decided to go with Deshaun uh, Jackson. Instead of waiting on or thinking about OBJ, there's still some talk that maybe it might be a fit because um, location-wise, that's uh, OBJ's thing in terms of the spotlight and being in a place like New York, if he can't be in New York, it would definitely be, and I know he wouldn't want to play for the Jets, um, it would, I think it would be uh, either uh, L.A., and if LA's not working out, whether it be the, with the Chargers or the Rams, uh, then Vegas would be the next best thing for him because location is a big thing for him. Um, but now it's being speculated that uh, it could be the Chiefs, it could be the Packers, um, or it could be the Saints. Uh, with the Saints not having Jameis Winston for the rest of the season, losing him for the rest of the season, I don't see how he would want to go to the Saints. I don't see how that would fit for him. If Jameis Winston was healthy and playing, that'd be a different story. And I think that would actually be the best fit for him. He would be, rep- in in a sense... Uh, I don't think he's as good because of his injuries. I don't think he's as good as Michael Thomas was before Michael Thomas got injured. But that would have been a good replacement for them. But you got to factor in who's throwing you the football. You got to factor in who's coaching. Saints have a good head coach, and you got to factor in who's throwing you the football. And without Jameis Winston there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see the uh, New Orleans as a viable option. But now that he's a free agent, he could take his time. Uh, I think he's going to see who caters to him, who wants to wine and dine him. Um, Most people are saying the Chiefs or the Packers. Uh, You know, the Packers got an issue with Aaron Rodgers, so we don't know how that's going to go as far as uh, we've already um, heard the fines coming down uh, for Aaron and for the team, uh, and then him having to uh, come back uh, right before their next game. And so I'm not sure how that's going to work out in terms of if he's going to play. If um, OBJ is going to want to uh, sign there and, you know, Dalvin Cook, uh, not Dalvin Cook, but uh, Devontae Adams, uh, how's that going to work out with those two? And and, and and how's it, you know, when they're both healthy, when they're both healthy, if everybody can be healthy at the same time, <laughs> I know it's a crazy thing, but it's it's a factor. If everybody can be healthy at the same time, how is the target thing going to look? Who's going to get how many targets? How is that going to work? Um, so I think all those things have to factor in uh, for OBJ. And also, it's not just about where he wants to go. It's about who wants him. Because, uh, again, that whole injury thing, I'm thinking nobody's going to want to take put too much money into you uh, if you are injury prone. And so, you know, does the money thing factor in where it's places that OBJ wants to go and they're like, OK, great. But we're not going to pay you that much money because you're liable to Get injured again and miss the rest of the season, then we gotta pay you money for sitting on the sideline. So I think a lot of those factors are coming into play, which is why at first it was OBJ had this one place where he wanted to go. Now they're saying it's his top three where he wants to go. Now the headlines are saying OBJ is gonna take his time. I don't think that he's gonna take. It's about him taking his time. It's about teams taking their time. Um, I really think that's what it's about. Teams taking their time. And deciding on whether or not they want to take a chance on him. So, again, nothing against OBJ personally. I just think I'm just stating how I think things are going right now. Um, So, um, those are the two uh, most major headlines going off off the field this week. Um, Also, with the Seahawks, um, running back uh, Chris Carson is going to be back along with Russell Wilson the Seahawks. So that should definitely improve things for them uh, as they've been on a three-game skid uh, without those two gentlemen. So we're getting into now week 10. We're already halfway through week 10 on this 17-game regular season. And we start off with our Thursday night football game, Baltimore Ravens at Miami Dolphins. Again, I I got to I want to know how they factor in who gets to be on primetime television and who gets to host, most of all, on those primetime television games. Because I don't get it. I don't see what what is it that, you know, maybe they based it off of last year. And they say, oh, they were good. They did this. They did that last year. And so we'll give them a couple TV spots this upcoming year. They should be. it. Things should be exciting with them on primetime television. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know that the Dolphins did much. I mean, they had fat flashes of goodness, but with Tua and then no. and then on top of that, you won't start in terms of in in terms of what I think who is the best quarterback, and that is that they haven't. That's Jacoby Brissett, and all this uh, turmoil with uh, the Deshaun Watson trade that did go, it was gonna go through, and now it's not. And now you're stuck with Tua, and now Tua kind of knows, and I kind of know, so he knows that you really didn't want him, even though he's saying all the right things to the media. I never felt not wanted, and I never, look, if all this stuff is going on, that means they want somebody else and not you. You know that. Uh, unless you're dumb, you know that. So, um, I don't know where his head is at. I really don't. I don't know where his head is at. Maybe he's, maybe it lit a fire under him in some weird way. I don't know. But uh, I don't see the Dolphins winning this game. Uh, now, it's 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 a trip because the, the Ravens have been had um, by a team that I thought was strong. And then they look weak. And then they look weak again. And I'm like, okay, well, then how did the Ravens get blown out by the Bengals? Uh, and then the Bengals go on to lose two straight uh, uh, games uh, to teams that I think they should have beat. But anyway... That's how the NFL is. It's a competitive league. Uh, and with these uh, much better teams facing these weaker teams, and you can see the margin uh, of win versus losses in these records, it's it's like, oh, you're looking at it and you're thinking, oh, that's an easy pick. But as we're going to get to further along here, it's not a guarantee. It's, it, you know, this whole prediction thing, it's always a toss-up. It really is always a toss-up. You go with... You're training. You go with what you know. You go with what you study. And this team should win, but that's not a guarantee. Uh, But in this one, I'm going to pick the Ravens over the Dolphins here. I'm going to pick the Ravens over the road over the Dolphins. I really just believe that all Lamar Jackson has to do is protect the football. If he protects the football when he leaves the pocket, the Ravens will be fine. Even with depleted running game, not having a star running back that they wanted to begin the season because he was out, he got injured, and was done for the season in the preseason uh, in in Dobbins. Um, I think they they still make it work somehow. And now they have the uh, the receivers that they have, they've been working with uh, Sammy Watkins, injured, not injured, playing, not playing. Um, I really think OBJ would be a good fit for them uh, as long as he stays healthy and can be healthy. Um, even though he's not on their radar, uh, in in terms of the reports, uh, in terms of where he wants to go. Um, but I, I think Baltimore should be one of his spots that he should look at. Um, but again, the Ravens just make it work. Their defense has always been aggressive. I can't go against the Ravens in this, even though I know teams can be had. I know teams can be upset. I cannot go against the Ravens in this game. So picking the ravens over the dolphins on Thursday Night Football. next, we get to a game where, uh, again, what I was just talking about, the bills at the jets. the bills. The bills. What was that? Yester week. <laughs> I want to say it, it feels like it was yesterday but i mean last week what what you lost to the jaguars 9 to 6 that is not a football score it's a baseball score what are you doing i i just i i i don't how do you i don't do you, did they really underestimate this team was it that and they just couldn't Get the ball rolling and look, look. I watched the game, but I'm just thinking mentally. Like, what, is, what is it? What is it you can't get past here? You know this. You're better than this team, uh, and I and again, but I get it. Yeah, the NFL is competitive, but this game, that game that happened, is such a drop off. I mean, I get one team is good, one team is bad. You never know what can happen, but the margin between these two to me, was so exponentially, incredibly wide. The margin was wide in terms of talent, in terms of how they played and whatnot. You don't let this happen. And like I said, this was the big deal that I always had with these teams that start out good and they look good. I'm like, it's not just the tough games. I've been saying this week after week after week. It's not just the tough games that you have to win. It's not just the uh, the teams that you have to beat whom they look like a formidable opponent. It's the teams that look bad and are bad. You have to stomp a mud hole into them. That is also part of proving that you are a true championship caliber team, that you are a true playoff contender. You are a true championship contender is you win at least half your games against the tough teams and you stomp a mud hole in the weak teams. And the Bills along are now on my list along with the Bengals of not doing that, not getting the job done. See, the the Ravens the Ravens to me look better in this situation because they lost to the Raiders, shouldn't have lost to the Raiders first game of the season if Lamar hadn't, again, fumbled those two times when he left the pocket, not protecting the football in the process. The Ravens would have won that game and up until the Bengals game would be undefeated. And losing to the Bengals, division rival team, I figured it was going to be tough because the Bengals were coming into the game looking pretty strong, and so I'm not surprised. But the Bengals going to lose to the Jets and then the and then the Bills losing to the Jaguars, like those 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 things don't Those things don't add up to me. You have to stop a mud hole in the weak teams. And so to me, the Ravens look like if you're going to rank them like power rankings, one to ten. If you're going to rank them in terms of power rankings, I would always put the Ravens over the Bills, over the Bengals because of those things. You struggle against the tough teams. You win some, you lose some. But then against the weak teams, you beat them. You must win. You must come out with a win. No matter if it's on the road. and no matter who's injured. You must beat them if you're the better team. If you're a championship caliber team. And so here we go again with a second straight week for the Bills. Going up against the Jets. Should have beat the Jaguars. Did not. Should beat the Jets. Will they? Putting my prediction prowess on the line here, which I should not be, especially for this game. But I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. So, scaringly, I'm going to pick the Bills to beat the Jets. Regardless of who the Jets have a quarterback, Josh Allen, the Josh Allen that's a quarterback, that where's the blue and the red and the white, or is it hot pink? I don't know. Go figure. Some say hot pink, some say bright red, some say I don't care. That Josh Allen should be good to play. Should be good to lead his team to victory. Overall, better team, better running game, better passing game. I don't see how they don't beat the Bills. I uh, beat uh, the Jets, so I'm picking the Bills over the Jets, and I better be right. Or else, the bills. I, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna purposely pick against you one week. Just, just to spite you. You better get this one right. You better do this, cause I said so. My career's on the line here. <laughs> uh, but we're moving on. Oh, Tampa Bay facing Washington football team. Um. Tampa Bay 6-2, Washington 2-6. Didn't think that Washington would be this bad. Didn't think that they would be that much better than they were last year with Ryan Fitzpatrick, but not having him at all. And you got Tyler Henneke, and they don't want to take a chance on Cam Newton because he's not vaccinated. And you get what you get. Um, I thought the defense would be... Uh, better than what they were, still love Chase Young, still love uh, Montez Sweat, but they're only two guys. And so the rest of that defense has to come to play. I, Scary Terry is going to just just fade away and just not be used for the killer speed that he has. And it's, it's a real tragedy. I, I just don't like it when Star, I think, believing that – uh future star players like that don't get to be utilized for what they are. I mean, if the Raiders could have traded for, for Terry McLaren, I would have done that. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it with them. But the Bucks are going to get it done, I believe, once again, in Washington uh, just because they have Tom Brady and just because they have um, the weapons that they have on offense – Mike Evans still true, uh. Even though the the Bucks are bringing in another tight end, because Gronk's all banged up, um. But I mean, they're still going to win this game just because I think Washington is so bad, and that is really not much more to it than that. Next, we are moving on to the Falcons at the Cowboys. Cowboys with a real letdown with uh, allowing the Broncos to come into their house and beat them. Uh, I do think that they get back on track this week against the Falcons. Again, Matt Ryan, most inconsistent, longest tenured quarterback in the league in my opinion. Um, But, I mean, they have no running game. It's pass, pass, pass. It's Matt Ryan and his uh, flying around athletes of uh, receivers and rookie tight end, um, even though the defense look. look when I watch them, I noticed it. it said that they're a 10th ranked defense, but when I watch them, I, I don't, I just don't see it. I don't see it, and maybe it's because of the head coach. But I just don't see a team that really wants to fight hard. I don't, I don't see it. Maybe they just win games because the other team is just mentally weak. But with them being 4-4, four and four, going up against a Cowboys team that I think is hungry to get back on the winning side of things, I got to pick the Cowboys in this. The Cowboys have a better offense. Even though the Cowboys defense is ranked 14th, Falcons defense is ranked 10th, I would still take, at this point, the Cowboys defense. I would still take the Cowboys' defense. Uh, Better passing, better rushing, both in the top 10, uh, 7th and 8th respectively, with um, the Falcons' offense being uh, 16th in passing and and second to dead last in rushing. Got to go with the Cowboys in that game. I just hope that uh, Dak Prescott can stay healthy. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing, key to success for uh, the Cowboys. Uh, Next, we have the surprising 7-2 Titans hosting uh, the 5-3 New Orleans Saints. Surprising just because, uh, you know, coming into this year, I didn't think it was going to be a a 7-2 star. I definitely didn't think it was going to be a 7-2 star for the Titans. Uh, But they have been impressive in a couple of spots, one of their wins being over uh, the Buffalo Bills, whom I thought most teams were going to lose to uh, but they beat them and um, with the Saints uh, not having Jameis Winston I just don't see it you know you don't have Michael Thomas you don't have Jameis Winston that offense to me is in shambles Um, and they're 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 holding it together as best that they can but without a true leader at quarterback I don't see how you get this done Um, so with the weapons that um the titans have on offense and even though i would say that the saints defense is good they'll get worn down by derrick henry and company and then Tannehill, who's a good in my opinion game manager will go over the top or through the middle just enough of what he needs to do um to manage the game not make mistakes and the titans should win this football game they should win this football game um especially with it being in Tennessee. I just don't see the Saints coming out on top here. And next we get to the Jaguars, who beat the Bills. I still can't get over it. Going up against the Colts. Uh, the Colts coming off of their Thursday night football win. Um, I think they get this done. I think maybe Carson Wentz is starting to look like the Carson Wentz of old. It looked like the Carson Wentz before that first serious injury. Uh, they took him out in Philly. Um and overall I still trust uh the running game and defense of the Colts. And um Trevor Lawrence, you know, hats off to him and hats off to Josh Allen, the defensive Josh Allen whom I wanted for my team. Uh and we passed him up. Wasn't my decision. It was it, it wasn't my decision. If, I, if it was my decision, we would we would have Josh Allen right now. But wasn't my decision. And uh, he to me is still a very good force, but I just don't think it's enough. They get one over on the Bills, and again the Bills are just real suspect to me right now. Uh, but I think the Colts have what it what it takes to beat this team. I think they're going to put them in their place and show them why they're a two and six team, and they're you know the Colts are four and five and should get back to five hundred with a win with a win this Sunday. We're going to take a break right there. We're going to pause it right there, and we will come back with the rest of the games, predictions, and short analysis. Again, my name is Devaliant, and this is Scout Team Sports. Be back in a minute. Scout Team Sports, and we are back, back on this second half of this episode, getting through the rest of the games for week 10 of the NFL 2021 season. Yes, it's already week 10. These things just race by. So excited when the season starts. And then when you're past halfway through, it's like, wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't, don't end so quickly. Please. I need more. Slow it down. (laughs) Don't want football season to end. And it seems like it just goes by so quickly when you're enjoying it uh but we're getting through the rest of this week here with predictions and analysis so we're getting back into it with the Lions and the Steelers Steelers boy this this AFC North is is looking to be something I would say of an impressive down to the wire fight you have the Ravens at 6 and 2 and you have the Steelers now uh at 5 and 3 and you've got the Browns at five and four, and you have the Bengals at five and four. So I am boy, this is this is something else with this uh, division here. Um, so I mean, you can't say that the Ravens are just going to run away with it. Although to me, they look like the best team. Um, but yeah, very very highly competitive, um, division here, and the Steelers should improve to six and three. Uh, I think despite that their offense is still. Not what I think it should be in terms of being able to compete, especially in the playoffs. Um, They have what it takes to beat bad teams. They just do. Uh, And unfortunately for the Lions, you know, I thought they'd have at least one win by now, but they don't. So, uh, and I just can't pick them overall uh, as a team uh, in this game either. Because it's just the Steelers, even with the Steelers deficiencies, uh, are still better uh, than the Lions. Lions are 28th in offense. The Steelers are 27th in offense, but the Steelers have a much better defense. The Steelers are eighth in defense, uh, while the Lions are 17th. The Lions actually look worse than 17th. If you watch how they play and you see how many points they give up, they look worse than 17. Uh, so I'm going to pick the Steelers over the Lions here. Uh, I, I expect the Lions to put up a fight. I expect them to put up expecting to put up a fight, but in Pittsburgh, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Uh I don't see how the Lions or who the Lions now are going to get a win against in order to get in the win column for the first time this season. I just don't see it yet. Um get any team can be had, but I just don't see it. I think the Steelers um realizing, of course, now that they're right in the thick of it for the for the division race with all other three teams in their division being very highly competitive and similar records. I think that they know uh, that they cannot afford a slip up, especially against the weak teams that they should beat. And I don't think they're gonna. Uh, I don't think Tomlin is going to allow them to slip up. So I'm picking the Steelers uh, to beat the Lions in Pittsburgh. So next we are getting on to And I want to point out um the whole thing about Roethlisberger uh and him retiring after this season. I hope that he does. Uh I really do hope that he does because I just think it's time for the Steelers to move on. Um but you know, you know him wanting to take a pay cut, it's kind of like I mean, you see the writing on the wall, and I don't get why the Steelers didn't draft, take, a, use a high round to draft a quarterback, to draft a successor, even if he doesn't play this season, get him ready or let him start learning under Roethlisberger. I don't get that with the Steelers, but nonetheless, um, you know, I, I I do hope for the sake of uh, Mike Tomlin's job in terms of him having a good quarterback that they get somebody else in there. So that the Steelers can keep pushing and being competitive, um, because down the down the stretch, I don't think Roethlisberger is going to be able to hang in there, especially if they get to the playoffs. I think it's going to be the same of what happened last season. Uh, next, we have the Browns at the Patriots. This ought to be a good one. I'm looking forward to a good game here. Um, even though I would say be- um, Baker Mayfield is better. And Mac Jones. I I definitely think the Patriots were gonna put up a strong fight here. They're gonna put up a strong fight, but I'm still picking the Browns. It's something about the, what is it? It's just something about the chemistry. And once OBJ left last season due to injury, then the Browns just took off. OBJ is gone again. And the Browns demolish their division rival Bengals. This, I think, will be a tougher matchup, albeit a rookie quarterback that they're going up against. But with that defense that the Browns have, which to me is their anchor along with their running game, is their running game uh, can get back 100% healthy if that's possible. Um, I'm picking the Browns over the Patriots, even though, I, like I said, the Patriots will put up a good fight. But I would still take the Browns by if if by nothing more than a field goal. I will take the Browns over the patriots. Um Mac Jones is just going to have his 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 bumps in the road. He's going to have his rough patches. And against a tough defense like that, of course you know what they want to do. They want to force him to throw the football. They want to shut down or at least slow down the running game and force him to throw the football and throw often. And if he's throwing often and having to um be in a comeback situation in the fourth quarter, I'm picking the Browns defense to put a stop to that and for the Browns offense to at least get field goals to stay ahead. So picking the Browns over the Patriots in that one. Next we have Vikings at Chargers. Of course, I mentioned the thing with Dalvin Cook earlier Um, and it's always a thing on whether or not he is 100% healthy. You just don't know from week to week. He is a player that you just cannot assume that he's going to be healthy on Thursday just because he was healthy on Wednesday. You literally don't know with that guy day to day. Um but presuming that he plays and presuming that the off-the-field issues don't keep him from playing, I still like the Chargers. I still like the Chargers as a team overall, led by Justin Herbert. Um the defense seems like they are are getting more and more consistent. Um Mike Williams, man, I knew Mike Williams was a beast. I knew it. At first, he he was playing like, uh, you know, he was still getting his bearings under him. You know, he just, he looked really, really rough on the edges, wet behind the ears, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but man, it just seems like he's coming into his own. And honestly, I think he eventually will emerge as a number one wide receiver over Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's got the experience, veteran leadership and whatnot. But I think that Mike Williams is their best receiver. Um, And so with him being young and Justin Herbert being young, I think that relationship will flourish a lot more uh, for a lot longer than uh, Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen will. Uh, So um, that along uh, with their running game, which is decent, uh, I'm just picking, you know, and the Vikings defense has come to play. I've seen their fight. I've seen their scrappiness and how they've been playing. Uh, But I just think the Chargers as a whole are too much. And like I said, if we don't know what's going on with Dalvin Cook, I can't take a chance on an uncertain running back. Even if he shows up and he plays wonderful, and you'll be like, okay, well, he's back. And then all of a sudden next week he can't play. That's what it is with him. So I cannot be confident. I cannot pick a team like that. And on top of that, you got Kirk Cousins. Who in their right mind would pick Kirk Cousins over Justin Herbert? I, 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 I don't know. Show me who would do that. <laughs> Justin Herbert, albeit younger, less experienced, still the better quarterback, picking the Chargers over the Vikings. Next, we have Panthers at Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals, I, I think we'll, we'll have to deal with a fight here. I think the Panthers are no pushover, uh, even though the record is 4-5. and five, But I still think the Cardinals will get the win here. Um, they, they just have an overpower to me offense, and it's hard to figure them out. I think only a couple of teams, a couple of defenses, can really handle Kyler Murray and can really handle that offense. Um, Keep in mind, Christian Kirk is no slouch. You know, uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to get most of the attention. A.J. Green, because of where he was uh, back in Cincinnati, and now that he's healthy and playing, I think they're looking for bigger and better things from him, but those two plus Christian Kirk and Kyler Money, Kyler Murray, Kyler, I guess them, that might be his nickname. <laughs> that might be one of his nicknames, Kyler Money, Kyler Murray. Will uh, I think will emerge victorious? Uh, just because they're facing a quarterback in Sam Darnold, who I just don't, uh, you know, for all the hype that was uh, surrounding him, and I get he was in a bad situation with the Jets. But now with the Panthers, um, I I just don't see it. And then even so, the Panthers were rumored to, uh, be trying to trade for Deshaun Watson too. So what does that tell you? Uh, you know. So I I just don't I don't I don't see it with the Panthers against the Cardinals. Uh, I guess the Cardinals are going to be had, but I just think the Cardinals are one of those teams again who will beat the teams that they are better than. They may struggle 50-50 against those top-tier teams, but the Panthers are not one of those top-tier teams. So, picking the Cardinals over the Panthers. Next, we have an interesting matchup, Eagles at Broncos. Now, although the Broncos did good and played well against the Cowboys, um, I, it's, it's just hard to figure them out right now. Of course, they don't have Von Miller anymore, but... Um, and so I think that is a void, although they made it seem like they were doing just fine without him or doing even better without him in beating the Cowboys uh, this past um, Sunday. But I, I just don't, it, it's to me, it's a, a still a couple of question marks, although the Eagles have a lot of question marks themselves. And when it comes to quarterback play, I like Jalen Hurts, but as long as Teddy Bridgewater is healthy as long as his head is on straight, and I mean physically. Uh, I'm not worried about him uh, mentally as a person, but uh, physically, and his physical health is intact. Uh, I would have to go with Teddy Bridgewater, a decent running game, and a much more stable, aggressive defense in the Broncos over anything that the Eagles have Uh, because they're just, they're still, to me, in rebuilding mode. So picking the Broncos over the Eagles. Next, we get to our lovely controversy with Aaron Rodgers and, of course, the Packers hosting the Seahawks. So you got Chris Carson, you got Russell Wilson coming back. You have Aaron Rodgers coming back the day before they're supposed to play the Packers. So the whole time, he's not going to get to practice with the team because of the COVID protocol. He can't have any kind of connection with them, physical connection with them. And that rhythm is important. Now, can Aaron Rodgers still play and play at a high level, even if he's been gone for that long and not practice with the team? Absolutely. He's one of the best. He can do that. Should he, though, for the sake of, you know, just the whole controversy, knowing that he really doesn't want to be there, that everything points to him not wanting to be there. And I'm talking about the things that he has said, the thing, the way he has acted uh responded to questions. Um should he? Should he just just let Jordan Love have another crack at it. Just let him have crack at it. Even though if you want to win another Super Bowl or make another playoff run with this Packers team that I don't think you want to be on, um, you know, you, you could you can sit out another game. I think you could sit out another game and you guys will still be fine even if you lose. Um but that's the whole thing. Is Jordan you know Russell Wilson's playing now. Um, even though he's healthy we don't know if that's uh, how healthy he is because I would like to think that Russell Wilson will come back and play before he's 100% healthy. I don't think he's the type of player, uh, especially being a franchise quarterback who's going to wait till he's absolutely 100% healthy to come back and play. I think, you know, he'll come back at 90-something percent. I think he'll come back at 80-something, maybe even 70-something percent. I think he would. Um, so, for that reason, and I know the Packers D has been playing well. I've said how I didn't like him at first, and I've been impressed with them. But if they don't have Aaron Rodgers, I have to pick the Seahawks. I have to pick Russell Wilson coming back, figuring out a way to dissect uh that Packers D and barely winning, and I mean barely, barely winning against the Packers if they are led by Jordan Love. If Aaron Rodgers steps in and plays, steps in and plays, um, then I'm gonna go with the Packers. So it's it's, it's like I can't really just have a definitive answer for you because of what's going on. Um, but if you want a definitive definitive answer, I will give you one. Fine, picking the Seahawks. Seahawks over the Packers in Green Bay solely due to Aaron Rodgers not playing. And again, I don't, I don't think, I just really don't think he should. I think he should just wait, sit this one out, and then wait till next week. Of course, he could play, but I think he should sit and just not play this game. Uh, But yeah, I'll go with the Seahawks. Presuming that Jordan Love is starting for the Packers, I will pick the Seahawks over the Packers. Next, we get to our Sunday night football game. And boy, I would have wanted uh, things to be different. Uh, for my team here in terms of what they've dealt with and what they've been through. um, But the Raiders, I, it's just, it, I don't see how you deal with two devastating blows in one season already, and we're only in week 10. You deal with uh your coach and what he has done and what he has said and John Gruden gone, uh, a lot of different fl- different players feeling a lot of different types of ways about that. Um, but you come out the very next game and you beat the Broncos soundly. Like, we're unified. We're together. We can do this. And then you lose, uh, in my opinion, your best wide receiver and Henry Ruggs. And, you know, then you go all the way across the country to New Jersey and and you lose to the Giants, a team you should have beaten because you are a better team than they are. And it just, yeah, I, I don't know. It seems like now the Chiefs are starting to get their bearings underneath them, and the Chiefs are starting to come up as the Raiders may be declining. Uh, and, of course, the Raiders, uh, even under while Gruden was there, have usually started uh, the last couple of seasons well and then drowned out and bombed out as the season went on. Um, I, I got to go with the Chiefs in this one. I, I hate picking against my team, but I just – their heads, I don't see where their heads are at. I, it, I think it would be a, an important factor depending on how fast they can get Deshaun Jackson up to speed because I think stretching the defense – and, again, this Chiefs' defense is not good, but stretching the defense is important because if you don't stretch the defense – then they can just keep Darren Waller, they can keep Brian Edwards and Hunter Renfro in front of them the defense can and even though they're not that good that would vi- that would be better for them uh trying to win this football game than to be stretched out. Um but it depends on if uh, how fast Deshaun Jackson can get up to speed and ready to play. I don't know. Um but because I'm unsure about that and with Derek Carr looking as bad as he did against that Giants defense uh I got to pick the Chiefs in this one cuz I just think their heads are on straight. They don't really have any um issues and again, two blows uh to your team like that. First your head coach and then to me your best wide receiver now just gone, you know, in in inside a week, just gone. Uh you know, is it you know, it's not just like, you know, Oh, they get to finish the rest of the season. Not that they, not that either one of them should have, but oh, they get to finish the rest of the season and then they deal with their off-the-field issues and then, you know, we go from there. No, they're just gone. Just right in the middle of the season, right in the middle of the week, just gone. And you have to deal with it and you have to, again, a lot of different mixed feelings in both situations and that's just, that's a lot for a team to go through. It's really a lot for a team to go through. One, maybe you rebound. Two, it's like, what is going on here? What is going on here? So I just can't pick the Raiders right now because I don't think they're in the right headspace. space. Um, their defense didn't look good against uh, trying to stop the running game of the Giants. And they shouldn't have to deal with nearly as much <laughs> against the Chiefs in a running game. But um, I think Pat Mahomes knows this team knows this team well. Uh, as well as they knowing him, but I think he'll get one over on them this time, uh, once again, in Las Vegas. So picking the Chiefs over the Raiders because I just think mentally and emotionally the Raiders, I don't think will be able to rebound. They're not ready to rebound just yet, um, against uh this Chiefs team. Maybe in the second go around, and it seems to be like it's just the thing with them lately of these two teams these two rivals these two division rivals beating each other in each other's house like they can't win a home game against each other but they can beat each other on the road so they got this weird thing going so this go around yeah i'm picking the chiefs over the raiders on sunday night football and then your monday night football matchup which of course i'm pretty sure they thought this was going to be a lot better uh, but I don't think it will be. But, you know, again, these these uh, what you would think superior teams playing these, would I would think, much more inferior teams. And you never know. Still going to pick the presumed superior team in the Rams as they go into San Francisco uh, um, to face uh, the 49ers. Um, still picking the Rams. They are a better team. Um, you know, I think just sometimes that that offensive line and Matt Stafford just can't get things together. Um, they have the receiving core, uh, that is to me reliable, but um, and their defense is is good to go, uh, especially whether it's Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but uh, I um thinking that uh, regardless of who's at quarterback for the Forty ers I think the Rams defense would be too much for them. And then of course the Rams offense should have enough to get the job done against the 49ers D. So picking the 49ers to lose here at home on Monday night football, the Rams should win on the road against the 49ers. Better team overall. Um I would still think a better head coach. I would still pick Sean McVay over Shanahan. So that's just me. Um but yeah, picking the Rams to win on Monday night football in Levi Stadium over the hosting 49ers that will conclude our week 10 predictions and analysis for the 2021 season of the nfl again my name is Devalian, scout team sports here appreciate everybody for rocking with me uh, those who have shared uh, their support and have also shared their thoughts and opinions uh, as we try to make this thing better and try to grow and try to get better at what we're doing here Uh, and make this thing bigger than I thought it ever could be. And I definitely, definitely believe that it is possible. As I always say, believe until you stop breathing, because that's what I'm doing. This is Scout Team Sports. I'm DeVallion. I'll see you in the next episode.